1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world.
0: We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. Every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Moson.
2: And I'm David Gura. Listen to the big take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime. Ooh, boom Shakalaka! This league uncut is underway and on fire! This should be a good one. Hello again, everyone. Mark Stein back with you here with Chris Haynes. We didn't expect to be together again this soon. Might be a first in show history. I'm not totally sure about that because we don't have a precise record book. We probably need to do that. We probably need to k- hire someone who can just keep track of these milestones, but recording two consecutive days, maybe we did it in the in the extreme infancy of this pod, but we're doing it today even though we just had a podcast out Monday. It's Tuesday. I think everybody knows why we are sounding those alarms and had to do this emergency pod pretty newsy Monday night in Los Angeles, the Denver nuggets. They complete a four O sweep of the Lakers to secure the first trip to the NBA finals in franchise history. The nuggets become the last of the four teams from the ABA that made it to the NBA in the merger of 76-77, the last of the four to earn a spot in the NBA Finals. Historic night for the Denver Nuggets. But on the morning after, on this Tuesday, what we're all talking about, LeBron James. I'm sure by now you've seen the quotes out of his press conference after the game. Mr. Haynes was there, and that's why we had to get together just by way of refresher in case you haven't seen what LeBron James said. This was LeBron at the podium after the Lakers swept out of the conference finals, the end of LeBron's 20th season in the league. Quote, it's not fun to me to not be able to be a part of getting to the finals. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. I don't know. I don't know. I've got a lot to think about, to be honest. He said that twice. I've got a lot to think about, to be honest. Just for me personally going forward with the game of basketball, I've got a lot to think about. And with that, LeBron James left the podium. But fortunately for this league, uncut listeners. And if I may, please, friends, review, rate, subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Chris Haynes, This league, uncut, co-host and franchise player. He was there. He tracked LeBron down after the press conference. Chris, paint a picture for us. Tell us what the scene was like last night after LeBron James went off camera with the most open discussion of retirement he's ever thrown at us.
3: Obviously, that quote that comment by lebron james it was kind of a drop drop the mic type of a moment but it was a drop the mic that had a lot of still had a lot of it was a lot of questions that needed to be answered what was he talking about what what did he mean about his future he has he has a lot to think about you know he, he leaves that way and so i started making some calls and i made some calls to To try to see, try to get some intel on what he meant by that. And I was told by those multiple parties that he was indeed considering retiring and that he was unsure if he would be with the team the start of the 23 24 season. And so, uh, you know, again, for something like that, you know, people that you trust getting information like that, that's something you really have to make sure (laughs) that this is accurate. Like this is this is accurate information. This is huge. LeBron James has never, ever talked about retirement. Never. We've all heard about how he wants to play with his son, Bronny. When Bronny finally enters the league, that is a dream of his. He's never uttered the word retirement. He's, he's never talked about it. He's never, each at each year that's gone by, he's never said, hey, I'm gonna think, he's never said, I'm gonna think about my future, and this was all brand new. So I, I felt comfortable with going with what I had on the sources front to file a report. Then I was able to reach out to Brian later and he gave me the gave me the quote and this quote says, I'm simply not sure if I'll be back in the fall when the season begins. I have a lot to think about. So that's that's what he gave me, acknowledging, yes, he he is considering his future. He is, you know, retirement is an option. Do I believe he retires? I don't I don't think so but for for him to be at this stage and talking talking like this, definitely alarming, definitely alarming something did not expect and I will even say, even hearing his quotes at the podium, I still did not anticipate this type of news coming out of something like that, so again, it was something where i I got the information again from multiple sources and knowing LeBron and it was still hard to believe and then. I was able to get in touch with him later that night um, after the podium and he confirmed it. So definitely, definitely something I did not anticipate at all.
2: Yeah. Because the part I left out of my kind of attempt to set the scene, LeBron gives this long interview, nearly 15 minutes. His 20th season in the league is over the season that he passes. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the all-time leading scorer. And Maybe you stayed up late enough to watch that press conference. Maybe you didn't. But then the next thunderbolt that really got this story moving was our own Chris Haynes tweeting at 108 Eastern Time, breaking, colon, Los Angeles Lakers star LeBron James is unsure if he'll be with the team when the 2023-24 season starts in the fall and retirement is under consideration, league sources tell, the NBA on TNT and Bleacher Report. I like you. I mean, certainly didn't expect him to say these things and look, these are these are his words. You know, you have to digest them and respect them. This isn't like whispers from James Associates. He's the one saying these things. That has to be factored in. But uh I'm with you. I I just I cannot see any way that he actually goes through with retirement. I'm sure he was exhausted and utterly frustrated because look, the Lakers, you know, this whole season, you know, how many times we talked about how wide open this season was, or at least it seemed to so many teams, maybe it really wasn't as wide open as we kind of forecasted, but, it was wide open enough that the Lakers could start 2-10. and 10. Even after the trade deadline, they were still out of the playoff picture. They were able to force their way high enough up the ladder to get in through the play-in lane and take out Memphis in round one, take out the defending champs in round two. So I'm sure getting swept in the conference finals was a dagger that, You know, had LeBron quite down last night, especially when he rumbles for 23 points in the first quarter, 31 in the first half. You know, he's still just playing too well. He's still way too too good from, you know, from my faraway seat to imagine that he's really going to step away.
3: Let, Let me give you another scene, Stein. So after the game, before LeBron goes to the podium, We're in the locker room. A.D. is to his left. A.D. is staring into space. And this is about 45 minutes after the game ended. A.D. is still in his uniform, sitting down at his locker stall, just staring into space. Every minute or so, he shakes his head. And he just says, I can't believe this shit. Shit. I can't believe this shit. LeBron James just emerges from the shower, sits down at his stall. He's right next to AD. And, you know, he asks AD, you good? AD is like, just can't believe this shit. And LeBron is like, we, we do what we can do. We did what we can do. So I go over to LeBron as he's getting dressed, and, you know, we start talking. I asked him, I said, because um, I, I could overhear them talking a little bit. They were talking about the Nuggets, AD and Bron. And uh, it sounded like LeBron had said, like, that's the best team we face since we've been teammates. And so I went over there, and I said, Bron, you said this is the best team you face." And he started to think for like 20 seconds, he said, yeah, top to bottom, it's the best team I've faced since I've been a member of the Lakers. He said they got the depth. He said they have the the pieces around Joker, they fit perfectly. And he said, and what's most important is that they're all smart. He said, that's what we need to get to. They're all smart guys on that team. And and I said, Bron. I said, and he, Bron, like I've been around Bron for ten years, right? So, losing when he loses or when his season is eliminated, he's in such a foul mood. Like you can feel it. Like he is in such a mood. Like you, Bron is one of those people. And I'm not trying to up big up Bron or anything. Like that. I'm just keeping it real. Like Bron is one of those people like when when he steps in the room you feel him. Period. Like he has that aura about about himself. But in the locker room he was after the game, he was chill. And I said, "Bron, I said, um, bro, I've been around you when you've lost and I've seen how you take it. Like you pissed at everybody. Like you you like you, there's a rage that is just so revealing on his face. You, you you could just see it after you know losses like that. But I didn't see that. He was such in a chill mode. I, I said, I know you still don't like losing. Like what? Like what's this new vibe you're on? He was like, See, when you've been this leave for this long, he said, you learn how to deal with losses better he said but i'm gonna tell you right now the shit still pisses me off like it did years ago he said so don't let this look fool you about my desire to win i said enough said Then, then he walked out and went to the podium and just to let people know a little bit there wasn't the the most, the mass media, were, they were waiting at the podium. There wasn't a lot of people in the locker room at the time. They're waiting at the podium to wait for the players to go there. And so I used the opportunity to go hang in the locker room and, you know, talk with Bron. I talked with AD, Talk with Tristan Thompson. And uh, just try to get a scene, try to feel, you know, get, get a sense of what they're going through, kind of feel the vibe, feel the mood out. That was the scene, that was the mood in the locker room before LeBron went to the podium. And then after that, when we got word of what he's considering. So we both said it, you know, it's hard for us to see him walking away from the game right now. But we have to keep in mind, Stein, remember I told you, told you on this very podcast months ago about LeBron's foot. And how much pain he was dealing with before he had to sit out those weeks. And again, the way it was described to me back then, this was before it was even revealed that, it, that he, he was dealing with a foot issue. They said he was in so much pain and, and fighting through it. And we have to keep in mind that LeBron came back early to get back in the fold with the team wanted to make sure there was enough time with the new with the trades that were made wanted to make sure there was enough time for everybody to get on the same page and try to build some continuity to jail and this offseason is going to be a rehabilitation offseason for him as it pertains to that foot I don't know what he's going to have to Go through in the summer. I don't know if surgery on, is an option. I don't know if it's just rest, but he's going to have to take care of that issue. So that's going to be a factor. And if he feels like he can come and, and give it another go for a 21st season, how healthy can he be? Again, I've covered LeBron for a decade, and for the most part of his career, like you've never dealt with injuries with him, never. Never. But these last couple of years, these injuries have occurred. This is something we're not accustomed to seeing with with LeBron. So, you know, all these are factors right now. How much more can he push his body? How healthy can he get? Is this something, you know, we don't know. If this this is a lingering ailment that he's going to have to continue with if he does decide to continue playing. So I, I think we, you know, I think the foot issue will be a factor in what he decides to do as well.
2: Yeah, and it's interesting because I think if you remember, he, at some point in the last month or so, or maybe last six weeks or so, he said something to the effect of, if I have surgery, I i won't even tell you guys. I'm just going to have, like, I, I'm just going to have a procedure. So it'll be interesting to see if we even kind of get that word. Uh, you know, he's he's clearly, he has said that the foot will, he's going to need an MRI, going to ne- need a full examination, determine the severity, is surgery going to be an issue um but again i'm 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 going to stick to my position and say there's no way this was the end and uh you know it's hard to stifle the cynic in me on some of these points cuz you know there are other potential motivations for these comments i mean obviously i'm sure you've heard some of these theories make the rounds today because you know i'm certainly not the only one saying it did lebron say this because He wanted to change the narrative. Obviously, a sweep is a dagger. It's a humbling ending to the season for LeBron and AD. And instead of talking about the sweep, we're now far more focused on LeBron's future on the day after. Is this a leverage play to try to exert pressure on the Lakers front office? Because... LeBron wants them to go out and try to trade for Kyrie Irving? Does he want them to try to trade for Trey Young? Both of those starry point guards were in the audience Monday night when Denver won game four and completed this sweep. Because um, I reported this over the weekend. And, uh, you know, look, all indications that I've received to this point are The off-season focus for the Lakers matching any offer that comes in for their restricted free agents, Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura. Those are the top priorities as we speak. Reeves, a clear number one. It's basically been conveyed to me that there is no scenario in which Austin Reeves is not a Laker next season. They are prepared to match whatever comes in for him. The Lakers can't offer more than $51 million over four. There are teams out there, you know. Um, our our pal Kelly Eco from the Athletic, you know, he reported that Houston has some designs on Austin Reeves. the, the Rockets will have the cap space to offer more than that four fifty one than the Lakers can offer. But the Lakers, he's restricted free agent. Even if an offer comes in above fifty one over four, the Lakers can match it. There are certainly cap implications and roster building implications if they do, but. The max offer Reeves can get over four years can go almost all the way up to a hundred million, but the Lakers can match any offer Reeves gets. I think they will. I think they want to keep Rui Hachimura almost as much as they want to hang on to Reeves. So once those moves are made, what kind of roster flexibility will the Lakers have to make additional upgrades? Because you have Lonnie Walker, the fourth, Dennis Schroeder, and most notably D'Angelo Russell, also free agents to be unrestricted free agents. Their free agent futures are far more up in the air than Reeves and Hachimura. But it has been posited. Maybe that's, you know, maybe bringing back Reeves and Hachimura is not enough to excite LeBron. Does he want more? Does he want them to try to go after a Kyrie or a Trey or a Draymond Green in some sort of trade? Does he, is that what he really wants here? And by suggesting that this might be the end, that certainly would ramp up the pressure on the Lakers. And then, you know, I mean, I think LeBron does want to be appreciated and, you know, certainly one way you know, he, he's exiting the playoffs now, didn't make it back to the finals. But one way to certainly get people talking about you is to suggest that this is the end. So there are a lot of theories already in circulation about why LeBron might have wanted to say these things. And look, I think the reason there is so much skepticism is because we've been hearing for years now how badly he wants to play with his son. And Bronny James can't play in the NBA before the twenty four. 25 season that's the earliest that he can play and you know i guess we also have to raise the possibility maybe something has changed there i mean is you know is that is that no longer the the dream scenario i mean that would be surprising to me because again lebron has talked about it so often how much that dream fuels him but is it possible that those goalposts have moved i think I think we have to account for that possibility too
3: Again, Stein, which I think with LeBron doing this, he's never again, I think that's why this is so such a a big story, is he's never talked about retirement. He 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 never has. You know, not after you're 17, not after you're 18, after you're 19. And now we're here. And so even if Stein, even if nothing comes about. Of this, even if he does return, now we know it's in the back of his mind. Now we know that this is a possibility. Like now we have to, like we we've always known. Obviously, you get the year 20, you know, like you're on borrowed time. We're on borrowed time covering this guy. LeBron is on borrowed time playing the game of basketball in the NBA. But now to have him actually come out and say it. Actually, is just starting the clock. How long do we have, you know, with this guy in the league? How, how long is he playing basketball in the NBA? And that, that is the part, you know, and, and it's on the day. Well, I guess it's on the day, technically. Maybe not on the same day for you guys in, in Dallas and in New York. But on the day that one of his good friends announced his retirement earlier that morning, Car- Carmelo Anthony. And which we did, we talked about on our pod yesterday. This is an interesting time, an interesting period. I don't know why LeBron chose to do it, say this now. I, I have no clue, but you look at the Lakers roster, they have a lot of work to do this offseason. A lot of work. And you know, LeBron's remarks to me about the Denver Nuggets, how they they the pieces fit so right smart players a d told me they kicked their butt in all facets of the game in all facets they were on all facets they were on point is it a roster situation is it the foot injury is it is it anything else is it a family issue he said he has a lot to think about a lot so we, we just don't know
2: yeah, and look, maybe that is the smartest or safest takeaway from this, that it is a reminder that yes, you know, he he's got a two-year contract extension that that hasn't even started. I mean, it's a two-year deal worth almost a hundred million. Year one is next season, and then he has a player option for the following season. And the reason the contract was designed that way in part was so if LeBron wanted to go to free agency after next season and theoretically go with Bronny to I don't know pick pick a random team. The Charlotte Hornets, because they drafted Bronny that he would have that ability to do that and basically free himself up free himself up to go anywhere that Bronny landed. But maybe, maybe the overriding message or takeaway out of all this is just going to be that he really is on a year-to-year plan now, that it really is going to have to be an evaluation every offseason of what's next, uh, no matter what the contract says.
3: This is a new time we're in, you know, in, in covering this guy. So, you know, that, that's pretty significant. So it's coming. The end is coming. It, we, we just don't know. We don't know quite when yet.
1: Terms and conditions
2: apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. You were in the building, so tell me, did, what did you make of seeing Kyrie and Trey courtside? Not the first time. I think they've both attended Laker games previously.
3: You know, I don't know what to make out of it. You know, I think, I think there's more to be made out of Kyrie being present than Trey Young right now. Um, you know, players, you know, they, they typically—I'm I mean, going to tell you, a lot of players troll. Style. A lot of players troll. They want to start some stuff, so they, they show up pop up at, at a team and you know they know everybody's going to see them sit in courtside you can't miss them uh, just to start some you know start some rumbling start some bumbling going on I, I think there's more there's more smoke with Kyrie than Trey Young right now For as of what I've heard there's nothing brewing with Trey Young and the Hawks like there hasn't been any meeting or anything like that to request a trade there's nothing like that has happened with Trey Young nothing and we know Kyrie Irving is a free agent so he's going to have some interest from from some teams so I think there's more smoke with Kyrie would LeBron welcome Kyrie yes he would yes he would he said that on record Mm, it was at some point during the season this past season so you know that's there they know how to play well with each other and you look at the Lakers roster look LeBron James, what he did yesterday, what was it?
2: 40-10-9.
3: 40-10-9. And and he played in every minute of the game at 38 years old. They can use a Kyrie Irving on that team. D'Angelo Russell was a shell of himself in these postseason. A shell of himself. I don't think we're going to see D'Angelo Russell back with the Lakers. They can use a point guard who, who can create his own shot and again, I think LeBron wants to fade into the role where he's a secondary score, secondary playmaker. And to his credit, a lot this season he tried to he tried to do that. He he uh, he empowered Dennis Schroeder and even Austin Reeves to be more hands on with the ball, be a playmaker. And you would see LeBron just camping out on a corner on the wing a lot. You know, he that was his way of trying to. Establish other guys to try to buy himself some time. And I, I just think you need the Lakers need to have a true. Dominant. Point guard, not even point guard, just a lead guard that can do a lot of the work. You're not going to put LeBron on for a 82 game season and he needs somebody to lean on on the perimeter. And A.D. did a really good job staying healthy in the postseason, has some really good games, but they need a lead guard like Kyrie Irving. So I I don't think we've heard, matter of fact, we have not heard the last of a Kyrie Irving, Los Angeles Lakers connection.
2: Well, look, you know where I live. I'm based in Dallas, and this is what we've been talking about here for ages. To this point, basically... Six weeks after the Mavericks season ended without even getting to the playoffs after last season's Cinderella trip to the Western Conference Finals. The question in Dallas daily, hourly has been, will a suitor for Kyrie Irving emerge? Because for so long we've been saying we don't see one, that the Mavericks are in pole position to resign him. But has that changed? We don't. Have that answer yet, but something tells me we're going to have it real soon. We're going to have clarity on whether the Lakers will become a serious trade suitor for Kyrie Irving. And look, I just I do before we before we go do want to just make sure we give our props to the Denver Nuggets because uh, what they did, the manner they have mowed through these Western Conference playoffs should not be diminished. Historic season. Denver's been waiting a long time.
3: Shout out to Calvin Booth, general manager of the Nuggets. Shout out to Calvin Booth over there. Done a phenomenal job.
2: And Michael Malone does not like it when the world talks about the Lakers after huge Nuggets achievements. <laughs> but also, also though, I think he's just that's more messaging for his team than for us. Maybe he is actually secretly happy that we're so focused on parsing every word. Of what LeBron said at the podium and what he said to you after, because that means Michael Malone during this long break before the NBA finals, the Denver Nuggets do not play again until June 1st when they host game one, presumably against Miami. But, you know, Boston, as we're taping this, still has a flicker of life heading into their game for later Tuesday night.
3: And that's an overstatement flicker.
2: Yeah, I probably gave him too much credit. It's going to be Denver, Miami
3: on June
2: 1st. (laughs) Write it down right now. But for the Denver Nuggets, eight, nine days until they play again. So maybe Michael Malone can use this podcast and every article, every video segment today after the door that LeBron James appeared to open to retirement last night at the podium. Maybe Michael Malone can use all this as uh, further motivational material to keep his team locked in. But man, they have been absolutely sensational. Jokic and Jimmy Butler have been the MVPs of this playoffs. And by the next time Chris Haynes and I are together for a podcast, we'll know for sure, for certain, that their matchup on the final stage has been locked in. All right, that does. Hold it.
3: on, Stein. Hold on, Stein. Oh, wait. You I Mike, love it. Hold you, on, hold. No, it's not anything like that. But I gotta oh. give a shout out myself, Stein. <laughs> Look at you, <laughs> sound disappointed, Stein. <laughs> like, oh, I thought you had some. You sound disappointed. I'm you sorry, looked at Stein. your
2: phone, so I thought maybe you had. I thought you maybe you had. You had a, no a text no. that you wanted to hit us all with.
3: I, I want to give a shout out to Charlotte Hanks. That's wifey. We just opened up Charlene's Beauty Supply store in elk grove california where we have all your hair product needs all your grooming needs are the women we got the wigs we got the laces we got the extensions for men, we got that for you too as well if you, if, if, if that's what you need we got your your beer grooming products we, we got everything everything that you would need to keep your hair looking nice or we got everything you need to put some hair on your head You get all that at Charlene's Beauty Supply. And I want to make this announcement right here, Stein, that we will host a live podcast next month at Charlene's Beauty Supply store. And it will feature a star NBA player as our guest live at our store. Uh, Stein, I'll be happy to have you. I can't wait to see you, man, because you don't get out often. So that, w- that would be lovely to see you here. It might be my first trip to Sacramento.
2: I have to do some more research on this. It might be my first trip to Sacramento since Vlade Divac's Jersey retirement, which wow. I think was 2009. Wow. I will get that confirmed before this happens.
3: So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing you, Stein. And um, there will be, listen, so we will, I will, will give um, more information on how you can be one of the few um, live audience that we have, you know, in attendance. And um, so just stay tuned. We'll we'll promote that. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. An Charlene NBA Beauty
2: star Supply. guest? Is that what you said? Am I quoting you correctly?
3: Yeah, I, that's what I said, Stein. And I'm going to say it again. NBA star guest on This League Uncut Podcast live in Elk Grove, Sacramento area at Charlene's Beauty Supply Store. And if anybody wants to come check it out, check the store out, please come on about. And uh, we'll be we'll be happy to have you, and to serve all your hair needs. Stein, you need anything on the dome? Is a dome. Hey, if okay? they can
2: if they can help this face for radio, <laughs> I, I'm I'm eager I'm eager to find that out too.
3: That's all I wanted to say.
2: All right, everyone, that does it for emergency edition of this league uncut. Again, please remember to rate review and subscribe to the show. The next time Chris and I are with you, NBA Finals talk, and let's face it, the way things are going, there will be lots of NBA off-season talk too because the off-season has begun for 27 teams in the league now. And uh, man, there's a lot going on. All right, everybody, that does it. Talk soon. That'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeart Radio production. Chris Haynes and Mark Stein.